The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hour number three on a wonderful football Wednesday. Nick, Ken, and you here on the BetQL Network. One more hour simulcast by our friends at Stadium, and it's going to be a banger of a 60 minutes coming your way here, talking all things sports betting. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports coming up in 20 minutes, giving us his takes and bets for Week 9 in the National Football League. Ken and I will get back to line movement for Week 9. Deshaun Watson practicing today in a limited fashion for the Cleveland Browns. We'll tell you about that market coming up against, I guess like we... We think it'll be named that tune, Clayton Tune, starting for the Arizona Cardinals. Because who the hell knows with this team? We'll tell you about line movement in the Saints-Bears game coming up on Sunday in New Orleans with the secret Bajant man on the road at the Saints. And 60 minutes from now, the final hour of the show, the Power Hour, twitch.tv backslash betql for people watching on stadium for the final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight, National Hockey League, NBA, Game 5 of the World Series, and of course, who could forget the Worldwide Technology Championship in golf in Acapulco, San Lucas, Mexico at a Tiger Woods design course. So we absolutely love it. But joining us right now, the very special guest to kick off our number three of today's show. It is the great cousin Sal. You know him from The Ringer and the Against All Odds podcast. You'll love him from Cousin Sal's winning weekend. And look, you know, there are a lot of sports books out there. We send an olive branch to our guy, Cousin Sal, because he's awesome and he comes on the show on FanDuel TV, where Cousin Sal does a fantastic job. And he's on Twitter at the Cousin Sal. My friend, we sincerely appreciate you making the time on a Wednesday. Nick and Ken, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Thank you for, wow, you guys are really busy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tune in to the next two hours after my boring part, but it really seems like you're, you're covering the golf and everything. This is terrific. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are on for four hours every day, so yes. <laughs> kind of got to hit on everything. Uh, so obviously for people that, that listen to you, like I, I listen to you on, on Guess the Lines on the Bill Simmons pod for like, I mean, that's like 20 years. I feel like that's been going back. I was like, you know, before this lot. job, yeah. I was listening to you on that pod. And obviously people listen to that know you're a Cowboys fan. And we happen to have you on this week. And it's like one of the games of the season. They're at Philadelphia Eagles by three. The line basically hasn't moved the entire week so far. Nick and I were talking about the game. We're like, we kind of think the right number is three. Maybe we like Dallas a little in the game. I mean, how oh. do you feel fan wise? And how do you feel better wise with the Eagles laying three in that game? 
Uh, let me start better wise because when I saw the line at three and I, I saw some books had it at two and a half, I said, oh, this is stupid. They're playing with my emotions here. They're letting me think that the Cowboys have a chance in this game. Whereas I thought the Eagles really should have been like a three and a half, not four, but th- at least three and a half point favorite. They have a substantial home field advantage. They've won 10 out of the last 12 there. And we saw what happened to the Cowboys every time they match up against a physical line. of sc- You know what I mean? When they went to San Francisco. That was the last game the 49ers ever won uh, in the history of the team. And so uh, I think it's going to be a similar thing. I don't have my hopes up too high. And, you know, the next three games are like the Panthers and Washington on Thanksgiving. There's another uh, garbage game in there. The Cowboys, it is what it is with them. I think they'll lose this week. They'll be 5-3, and and then they'll win the next three, culminating with Thanksgiving. It's Panthers, it's Giants first, then Panthers, then Commanders. So we're looking at an 8-3 and team. That's going to get the five seed and play the NFC South team. See, so you don't even have to watch. I just uh, laid it all out for you. That, that was pretty good. And like, and hope maybe it'll be Atlanta. And I would definitely like to. Add, I bet them against either New Orleans or, or, or Atlanta. Like last that's, year too. Got Tampa right. four oh, Tampa? five, like the oh, exact same God. setup. With that my, went pretty well. With, yeah. And that's my favorite bet on the calendar year of our Lord 2023 was the Cowboys mm-hmm. on Wild Card Weekend against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sal, be honest. Hey, not, with not enough credit, by the way. We did in Tom Brady. Tom Brady could have had another dozen years in the NFL if not for the Cowboys kicking him to the curb. So we should get a that little is, more credit than that. We do get for that. That is that is not true. But it's at least like maybe like maybe like a smidge, a, like a sliver could potentially be true. I need now, Sal, something to hang on to. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your, your team's really good, man. To be fair, and I and I'm gonna ask you how good they are in a second. Now, be honest with us, man, because like there is a case to be made, a realistic case that Dallas might be the best team. Despite what happened against San Francisco, they can meet again in the playoffs. That Dallas might be the best team in the NFC. When it's all said and done. And uh, the dust is settled, and the smoke is cleared, or whatever, whatever the cliche is. Where do the Dallas Cowboys finish this season? Is it Championship Sunday? Before that, do they make the Super Bowl? What is the ultimate ceiling here for the Dallas Cowboys in 2023? I think it's. I don't have any evidence to suggest that it's going to be any different from what it was the last couple of years, either a first or second round KO uh, at the hands of the 49ers. So, because I think we still have between Dak and Mike McCarthy. One of those guys is going to screw up late in January, preventing us from getting to the uh, Shangri-La, the Super Bowl. Now, of course, when I see Dak, I don't even care if it's against the Rams, four touchdowns, you know, one pick, whatever it was, that's good. I'd much rather see that than Micah Parsons with four sacks, right? And still some confidence in me. Plus, these injuries, I hate to say it, but they just pop up. So you're right. The Cowboys could be the best or second best team in the NFC come January. I think it's going to be more likely what I said. They end up being a five seed, but... Jalen Hurts already playing a little banged up with the knee and everything. I don't think we've seen the end. This is not how you want to analyze football, but I don't think we've seen the end of a, a major injury uh, in the NFC. So I think we we kind of think that Pretty Dallas morbid. Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, well, well, you know, try to I skate know. past that a little bit. So that we think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, maybe be the five, maybe play the NFC South team. Yeah. Nick and I have talked a lot on the show the last couple of weeks about, okay, like Dallas or Philadelphia is the five. Seattle or San Francisco is the six, whoever wins the NFC West. And then we get uh-huh. to the seven and we both kind of go, it could be one of like nine te- like nine terrible teams. One of them yeah. is going to make the playoffs. We would have said Minnesota for sure if Cousins didn't get hurt last week. Maybe they have the inside track, but is it the Vikings with Josh Dobbs? Is it the Rams? Looks like Stafford's going to avoid the IR. So that's pretty important for them. Is it somebody really out of left field, like the Giants go on some magical run to close the season. Like, it feels like it could be like Atlanta with Taylor Heineke. Uh, who do you think would get the seven seed in the NFC playoffs at the end of the year? 
Well, first of all, I want to get your thoughts on who you want to be injured between now and now. I'm kidding. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Enough of the injured. Pass. Uh, right. I, I, I have a lot on the Vikings to make the playoffs. I know it's plus 225 right now. I still like it. I really do. I think this job, Josh Dobbs pickup, really, like, look at what he had, right? Okay, obviously we saw him uh, be not good in a lot of quarters and a lot of, you know, his outings. But, um, you know, what does he have? He has Brown. He's, he's going to a better tight end than Hawkinson. He's going to a better, you know, Addison is comparable to Brown. And obviously it seems like Jefferson's going to come back sooner rather than later. So I think he's good enough to get the seven seed. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm holding the Vikings to make the playoff ticket. But, you know, if you look at his numbers, Dobbs, and I know he's not playing this week, um, his numbers are comparable to Baker Mayfield and uh, and Derek Carr. And those are the guys he's going to need to pass or stay even with to get that seven seed. So I wouldn't rule out the Vikings. I think they're, they're my favorite, even though um, the books don't have them as a favorite to get the seven. No, what the hell do they know? You better, yeah, you better right. hear with Nick and Ken on, on, on a Wednesday. We're talking week nine in the NFL, the whole NFL season True with them. our pal, Cousin, cousin Sal, um, against all odds with our friends at The Ringer. And uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend on, on FanDuel TV. Does great work with our buddy John Jastrzemski, among others. So Cousin Sal doing a, a great yeah. job across the board. So Sal, you uh, you wake up this morning and get yourself a gun. But before you do that, mm-hmm. you, uh, you see on your phone, I'm sure, like the rest of us did, uh, Josh McDaniels. Dave Ziegler, fired by the Las Vegas Raiders, and now it's going to be former Giants linebacking great Antonio Pierce, who, by the way, was great in that divisional round win against the Cowboys in uh, January of uh, of 2008. We absolutely I can't, love I'm that. not. I'm getting a bad connection, but yes, yeah, I bet you, I, I, I bet yeah. you are. I bet you yeah. are. Antonio <laughs> Pierce and Aiden O'Connell is going to be the Raiders' new quarterback. So, first, your reaction to what the Raiders did and thoughts on that, and do you, do you like the Raiders now against Danny Dimes and the Giants coming up on Sunday? Basically, pick the winner of the game. Uh, I am uh, bummed because we stopped our Against All Odds podcast really like six minutes before the Josh McDaniels announcement. It was a, a Halloween miracle, right? It happened at basically at midnight or maybe a little after midnight on the East Coast. So, yeah, most of uh, America was asleep when Mark Davis. I, just, I can't believe they're going to be – I don't know how many coaches they're going to be paying in two years, right? I mean, it's between Gruden and McDaniels, and now with Pierce, you know, he's going to get a bounty, and then he's going to be gone in two years. But as far as, and Mark Davis saved a lot of money on haircuts, so I guess uh, I guess he'll have it. He has the sash to get it going. It's funny with that game in particular, Raiders-Giants, and I'm looking at Washington on the road too, a lot of people would count these teams out. Like, oh, they're giving up. The Raiders are giving up. Washington obviously trading sweat. And, uh, you know, they're getting rid of uh, all these pieces here. They've given up, too. I feel like that's the time to pounce on a team. I think there's good value in both of those teams. I, I don't want to even say they're an underdog, the Raiders, because they're, after all of this, they're still a favorite over your pathetic Giants. I'm sorry, Nick. What else has to happen to this team for you to be giving points? That's a very good point. A lot of kind of pick the winner games coming up this weekend too. So I want to get your thoughts on the, the game tomorrow night. We haven't talked a lot about it during the show, except just to confirm like the reporting that Kenny Pickett going to play. Like we don't, we don't really know what condition he's going to be in, but he'll start for the Steelers. And they're about a two and a half, three point favorite, depending on the book you go to against surprising Will Levis and the Tennessee Titans. Like, are you, are you buying Levis based off one game? Or are you the guy that kind of, kind of like, well, I pumped the brakes here. Like it was Atlanta at home in like a great setup. And maybe it's, Pittsburgh in the game we've kind of gone back and forth on that a lot this week what do you like tomorrow night you have to pump the brakes because it's the Titans and it's Will Levis who was left holding as you know what in the green room there and so he's not good for a four touchdown output every single game and up against the Steelers defense on the road 
I tend to lean Steelers here. I thought it would be a little heftier. I thought it'd be about three and a half, but um, here's my bet with the Steelers. And please do this for the rest of the year. It's already cashed twice. Um, opposing team first half Steelers to win the game. If it's around the three point favorite, if the Steelers are getting three, I know they're giving three in this case. That this is hit twice. It hit for ten to one odds against the Ravens. It hit for ten to one odds. Who am I forgetting now? Against the Rams, right? Same kind of thing where they were losing at half and then they won the game. I think this is going to happen two more times this year at least. It's already you know up what uh, twelve units. So keep that going. Just bet that blind because they're a full crap team. We know Kenny Pickett's lousy. We know we wait two and a half hours for him to get one play where there's separation with Pickens and it goes for a touchdown and the defense gives them good field position. This is the Steelers MO. It's kind of been this way since the last couple of Roethlisberger years, but we might as well take advantage of it rather than get upset with the team. Don't you agree? That's right. Young, young Eli Manning. I've been saying that against yeah. about Pickett since his rookie year. Stings for 55 minutes and then turns it on and becomes Peyton Manning in the final five yep. minutes of, uh, of games. <laughs> uh, Sal, you mentioned, and probably maybe slightly tongue-in-cheek, that maybe the last game that the Niners will win this season was against your Dallas Cowboys in a 42-10 win on Sunday Night Football. Since then, the Niners have lost three straight games and currently find themselves, my friend, in second place in their own division. Seattle now in first place in the NFC West. Now at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. And check Sal out on FanDuel TV. But at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. San Francisco is still a massive favorite to win the NFC West. About minus 300. Seattle bought about plus uh, plus 250. Do, do you think the Niners come roaring back to win this division? Like, is it Seattle's division now? What do you think in the NFC West? I do still think there's not enough value in Seattle. A couple of weeks ago, you probably could have got them close to five to one, you know, four and a half to one. And now it's down. Um, I feel the same way about Seattle as I do Cincinnati. I think the value has gone for the division, but bet teams like that maybe to make a long run in the uh, playoffs. You know, like I could see Cincinnati getting to the AFC championship game. I could see the same for Seattle, but they would do this. They could do this without winning the division. So I think 49ers win the division. I think the Ravens win the division. I would stay away from those dogs in that regard, but I think these are good uh, for the long haul playoff teams. So we got like a, a minute left for this. Uh, I know you look at award markets, futures markets. You were just talking about divisions there and a couple of things you thought were kind of interesting a couple of weeks ago. Who, who do you think wins the MVP at the end of the year? Feels like it's still a little bit wide open, maybe with five, six, maybe seven quarterbacks all having a chance to win. Tua and Mahomes kind of the co-favorites right now. In about a minute here, who, who do you think comes away with the trophy at the end of the season? Yeah, well, you know, I, I like in the beginning of the year betting Mahomes at six to one and betting the Chiefs at six to one to win the Super Bowl. And I think that pays off in two or three years. If you look at it as like as a money market or an IRA, like all right, just put that <laughs> money aside and look, this is what we're doing. Mahomes isn't even having a good year. Look at his stats compared to Russell Wilson. I think he's like fifteen and eight, fifteen touchdowns, eight interceptions. Russ is sixteen touchdowns and four interceptions. So we really have shifted the narrative and so much could happen to Patrick Mahomes that it doesn't matter. He'll see it still be atop the leaderboard. So just for odds-wise and just value-wise, I still think it's Mahomes that gets it to the finish line uh, with a 12 or 13 win Chiefs team. Sal, I gotta, I'm on, I'm on. So, so you gotta follow Sal on Twitter if you're not at, at the cousin Sal. I'm looking, watching some of your videos here, man. Like you look, you're looking good these days, man. Look, looking what? handsome. The, the hair looks good. Our, our, our guy, he does that to everybody. Sal. He does that yeah, well, to everybody. Well, I, 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 I do, but especially for our favorite guests, which we can count Sal among those. You got to <laughs> check out Against All Odds, Sal's podcast with our friends at The Ringer. Sal's doing awesome work over at The Ringer and uh, various shows on FanDuel TV. Cousin Sal's winning weekend. You got the Wise Guys with our pal John Jastrzemski. Absolutely love it, my friend. We sincerely appreciate the time. Wishing you the best of luck with your wagers. Honestly, like except for the Raiders. Go Giants, yeah. obviously. And we look forward to doing this again uh, down the line. 
Thank you, and thank you for the um, the compliment. And now I'm going to stuff my face with like six mini Mounds bars um, because now you said I look good, and now I have to uh, spitefully um, react to that. But thank you, I appreciate I got, it. I got to tell you, Sometimes that's like you a psychiatrist. Like enough, you know? That's a psychiatrist yeah. dream. What he just said, man. You're like a psychoanalyst. You're like, oh wow, someone said I look good. I must have stuffed my face with sugary treats. That is like that is like that is worth like three a three hundred dollar an hour session right there. I will say though, Hashtag you know, we had some Halloween candy left over at my house yesterday. Um, like a bunch of like Reese's peanut butter cups. And sure. I said to my wife, like, like, we have to throw these out because I have no self-control. If this is in the house, yeah. I am going to eat them. And uh, she said no. And then she left. And then I threw them yes. out. That is oh, my self-control. Because no I'm not Costanza, I'm not, I'm not dumpster diving, I'm, I'm not that bad. On the other side, more bets coming up for Week 9 in the National Football League. Our good friend Eric Eager stops by, Nick and Ken. You better you bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus